Hi everyone, I hope you're doing well and welcome back to this Friday edition of the LifePoint Drivecast. My name is Corey and I serve as the teaching pastor for our Plain City campus. And we're in the middle of our Now Playing series where we're looking at how faith and film intersect. In doing so, we see the messages portrayed in film either contradicting or reflecting gospel themes. And on Sunday, we looked at the Rings of Power, which is a series, not a movie. But the Rings of Power is tied to a greater story from the Lord of the Rings movies released years ago. The Rings of Power tells the backstory behind the Lord of the Rings story. And it's set thousands of years before Frodo and the Hobbits. And one of the main characters in Rings of Power is Galadriel. She's an elf and one of the most powerful elves. And in this series, she's trying to find Sauron, the evil bad guy, and she wants to kill him because Sauron killed her brother, is trying to take over, and he's trying to establish an evil kingdom. Gladriel is determined to stop him and defeat evil once and for all. However, along the way, she's discovering that maybe the motives of her heart and what's going on inside of her is not all that good, or at least not as good as she thought. That maybe evil isn't just out there, but it's in her too. And that should really sound familiar to us, right? Because the Bible says that Satan, the ultimate evil bad guy, is seeking to destroy anyone he can, trying to take over, and trying to establish an evil kingdom. And from the Garden of Eden, in the very beginning, the devil shows up as an enemy of God and an enemy of humans. In Matthew 13, Jesus shares that the enemy is the devil. And Jesus describes him like this in John 8. He says he was a murderer from the beginning. And he does not stand in truth because there is no truth in him. That when he lies, he speaks out of his own character for he is a liar, but he's not just a liar. Jesus says he is the father of lies. Peter says in 1 Peter 5.8, Be sober and be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour or destroy. So there's this very real enemy and he's evil and he wants to destroy anyone in his path. And I think it's safe to say, like Galadriel, most of us would like to put a stop to that evil and to live in a peaceful world. However, the Bible also tells us that we too must confront the evil inside of ourselves. The Bible says that every person, right, doesn't matter who you are, are like sheep who've gone astray, that we've left God's paths to follow our own, that none is righteous, no, not one, that no one seeks for God, that all have turned aside, that no one does good, not even one, that all have sinned. So there's this very real enemy, and that's heavy enough to deal with, but then there's also the evil that's within ourselves because of sin. If there's any doubt about the reality of these two things, just take a look at the world around us. It's filled with violence and death and disease, murder and hatred. And so there's this evil at a level that just permeates the world in general, and another that shows just how evil we as human beings can be. Again, that's some heavy stuff, but I want us to go into the weekend encouraged rather than depressed and down, okay? So can I just share a few things to lift us up today? I know sometimes it feels like the enemy is overwhelmingly powerful and like he's winning, but here's our encouragement. Satan is God's enemy, but he is not God's equal. And he is not winning and he will not win. Jesus has come and at the cross, and because of the empty grave, he's defeated our enemy. Jesus won a decisive victory. And when he returns, he will deal out the final death blow, and all brokenness will be healed, evil will lose, and death itself will die, and the world will be made new under the rule of its good king. It's why we can be encouraged and say like the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, death is swallowed up in victory, 
Death, where is your victory? Death, where is your, your sting? But thanks be to God who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. That he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. That Jesus crushed the head of our enemy at the cross. This is why we can confidently sing songs that declare truth, like the battle belongs to you, Jesus, or I'm fighting a battle you've already won. It's because of Jesus' finished work on the cross, we fight from victory, not for victory. But there's not only great encouragement in that Jesus has defeated and will ultimately defeat our enemy. Furthermore, in Christ, we have overcome evil within ourselves. Romans 6.6 6 says, We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing, so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. We've been set free from the power of sin. We're no longer enslaved. We are not equal parts good and evil. We are forgiven. We are redeemed people who have been made new. And yes, we'll still feel the lingering effects of sin. We'll still feel temptation. And we have to choose to say no. But we have the power to do that through Christ. And we're not alone. We actually have help. Paul goes on to say in Romans 8.13, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if... By the Spirit, you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Yes, we have to make choices. We must choose to get up early to spend time with God. We must choose to put our mind back on the Lord when we notice it begin to drift. We must choose what entertainment we consume and what voices we give the most influence into our lives. We must choose what we're going to do with our time, our money, and our talents. We have to choose many things, including putting to death the deeds of the body, saying no to sin, that you might live to and through Christ. But it's by the Spirit. It's not just on our own or with willpower. We're not alone in this. We live by faith in the Son of God and empowered by His very Spirit. Jesus living inside of us, giving us the power to do what we cannot do on our own. So today, take heart. There's victory in Jesus and the battle has been won. You are not alone. There's power in the Holy Spirit, our helper, and there is always grace and help in time of need. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just want to close in, in prayer today by praying Ephesians 6 over us, which says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole arm of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities and against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on, put on the belt of truth and the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith which you can extinguish all the flames and the darts of the evil one. And take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with prayer and supplication. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.